Welcome to the Hope Restored podcast. Hope Restored is a disaster and crisis relief ministry actively engaged in our community and across the country, addressing the practical needs of people affected by earthquakes, fires, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, and wind and snow events. Our ministry is to help clean up by moving debris, cutting trees, doing mud outs, and other tasks. Our mission is to come alongside individuals and families to provide physical help that will provide a platform to share the love and grace of Jesus in a tangible, personal way, encouraging people in or to their personal relationship with God. We are a small, all-volunteer Christian disaster relief ministry based in Colorado Springs, Colorado. You can follow us on Facebook at Hope Restored Ministries or check out our webpage at www.hoperestored.org. We can be reached by email at podcast at hoperestored.org and look forward to your questions, comments, and suggestions. Welcome back. We're releasing this podcast a few days early as we're hunkered down under self-quarantine. Our lesson today comes from a tornado response. On April 3rd, 2012, an EF2 tornado approximately 150 yards wide ran for 4.6 miles through Kennendale and Arlington, Texas. It had maximum wind speeds of 135 miles an hour. Hundreds of homes sustained damage, and over 150 homes were completely destroyed. The normal disaster response activities for a tornado are cleanup and tarping damaged roofs. Cleanup activities include everything from debris cleanup to move an entire house and all of its contents piece by piece to the curb. We call this process pickup sticks. Due to the budgetary constraints within the city and county, there were no funds available to cover debris collection or dump expenses. As a result, homeowners were responsible for all of the expenses to collect and dump all of the debris on their properties. It also meant that relief agencies were not allowed to perform pickup sticks operations unless they were able to haul and dump all of the resultant debris. So, the opportunity to serve came in tarping roofs. As we went out to work, we could see that many roofs already had tarps in place. Most of these tarps were moving rhythmically with the wind. We pulled up to the first house on the list to work, and I noticed that the house across the street had a tarp that was tight and straight. It looked like it was part of the roof. I was thinking of the obvious difference in care and quality that had been installed, and it dawned on me it was the same type of tarp material that was on our truck. It turned out that the team lead for the day, Dennis, had run a team the previous day to put that tarp in place. It stood out like a bright light in a very, very dark room. The contrast of quality and care of installation was strikingly obvious. I worked with pride under Dennis's direction. As part of the team to put down our own tarp, everything had to be just right. No shortcuts. Everyone worked together, yet each had his or her own purpose, their own task responsibility. Many people came and worked with various organizations, of various beliefs or lack of beliefs. Many people worked to put tarps on roofs. However, there was a stark difference with the tarps that the team I was privileged to work on installed. One of our tarps could be spotted instantly. Dennis had a passion to make sure that the tarps were installed straight and tight. His passion came from an overwhelming desire to be the practical hands and feet of Jesus. He wanted the quality of work to reflect our Savior, our purpose for being there. I learned that the tarps that moved rhythmically with the wind soon had holes worn into them by rubbing on the roof. The tarps that were tight could last for years. Many of us claim to be Christians. We come from various backgrounds with many different stories. 
The question really is, have we carefully and intentionally worked to keep our tarps of our relationship with Jesus tight and straight? Are we clear on our purpose, our task responsibility in God's plan? During this time of the COVID-19 virus, of which we're also very tired of hearing about, we need to make sure that we're focused on our purpose. In Mark 1, verses 29 through 38, we see an interesting story with at least two important lessons about keeping our focus and staying on task with our proper purpose. Let's read. Now, as soon as they had come out of the synagogue, they entered the house of Simon and Andrew with James and John. But Simon's wife's mother lay sick with a fever, and they told him about her at once. So he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately her fever left her, and she served them. At evening, when the sun had set, they brought to him all who were sick and those who were demon-possessed. Hmm, interesting. So when the sun had set, when the Sabbath was over, when religion got out of the way, they came to Jesus. This is lesson one. We need to focus on our personal relationship with Jesus, not rituals or religion. Well, the story picks back up in verse 33. The whole city was gathered at the door. Then he healed many who were sick with various diseases and cast out many demons, and he did not allow the demons to speak because they knew him. Now in the morning, having risen a long while before daylight, he went out and departed to a solitary place, and there he prayed. And Simon and those who were with him searched for him. And when they found him, they said to him, Everyone is looking for you. Hmm. Everyone is looking for you. Well, this would be the place where most of us would say, it's obvious that this is our our mission field. This is obvious that this is the purpose that God has us for. Look at this. It, it, all the people are here. We need to do something right now. But Jesus had a different response. Let's read verse 38. But he said to them, let us go into the next towns that I may preach there also, because for this purpose I have come forth. This is lesson two. Jesus knew his purpose. He was clear because he invested time with the Father in prayer. His deliberate thoughts were to do the Father's will. His intentional actions were to pray, listen, and obey. Jesus did not get caught up in the rippling winds of distraction. He kept a tarp tight and straight. As we close out, we have a few questions for you to take away and meditate on today. Does your life stand out in stark contrast to the mainstream, tight, straight, focused on your purpose? Are there areas in your life where your tarp is loose and wearing? Would you take the time and energy, the extra effort, to deliberately think about doing God's will? Will you act intentionally with prayer, listening to God, and being obedient? Let's work together to tighten the tarps of our lives, staying on task, and working to fulfill God's wonderful purpose for our lives and not being distracted by all the other things going on. Thank you for participating in the Hope Restored podcast. We pray you are encouraged by God's Word today. You can follow us on Facebook at Hope Restored Ministries, or check out our webpage at hoperestored.org. We can be reached by email at podcast at hoperestored.org. We'd love to hear your comments or questions. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we hope to see you again next week. Tell a friend. Blessings.